You're listening to Detroit Today on 101.9 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. Urban farming is nothing new here in Detroit, but the industry is continuing to grow and change as our city leads the nation in new farming techniques in urban settings. That's true of a new initiative pairing the Ford Motor Company Fund and Cass Community Services, which makes an indoor hydroponic garden mobile within a shipping container and plants a garden bed in the back of a pickup truck to visit schools and teach kids about gardening. It all fits into the vision and mission of Faith Fowler, who is the executive director of Cass Community Social Services, who has devoted her life and religious practice to helping troubled people become self-sufficient with a good quality of life. I'm very pleased to welcome Faith Fowler to Detroit today. Faith, it's always great to see you. Thank you, Stephen. It's good to be here. So I, I love this idea, and I, I one of the reasons I do is because I spent a lot of time in the neighborhood where I was born here in in uh, Detroit over on the west side near St. Cecilia, Grand River, and Livernois. And there are a lot of kids in that uh, mm-hmm. in that neighborhood still. Uh, and a neighbor of mine, uh, maybe six or eight months ago, said something to me that really, really blew me away. He said, you know, the kids in this neighborhood don't know that food comes out of the ground. Well, they think it comes from the party store on the corner. They think it comes out of a plastic bag. They think it comes out of a box. And he was saying this as as a predicate to him talking about us building a community garden so that mm-hmm. the kids could see how food comes out of the ground and, and how that all works. But here, what you're saying is we don't even have to do that, right? We don't even have to, to sort of... Uh, have a permanent place for them to do that. We can move that concept around and get it to kids. I think that's just a genius, a genius concept. Well, I'd like to take credit for it, but really, it comes from the thirty under thirty group at Ford Motor Company. Uh-huh. They take young, um, uh, obviously very smart people, and put them together to problem solve a year at a time. And this came out of the last class. Um, and it didn't take much convincing for us to uh, try and implement the program for them. Um, in, in terms of teaching children, we've already taken the Ford uh, 150 pickup truck to a school to test it out with a bunch of four- and five-year-old girls. Uh-huh. And it was amazing to see them light up as they uh, climbed up the stairs to the side of the truck and, and reached in to, to touch the plants and touch <laughs> the soil and, and smell it. And then uh, ultimately, after talking with them a little bit about farming and gardening uh, and nutrition, we, we took in some uh, basil and uh, some chives and put it on cream cheese and crackers. And I like to say, I, I know it went well because one girl ate seven. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's always the test, yeah, right? If absolutely. they eat it, they must they must get it. Um, you know, talk about how this sort of comes together. This this whole idea of this moving these gardens around the city. Well, the 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 truck will go to area elementary schools to uh, again uh, educate and share with uh, young people who probably haven't been to a farm, have never. Uh, uh, seen things come from a seedling up to a plant and then uh, eaten them before. But the other part of it is a shipping container truck, a 40 by 50 shipping container, I'm sorry, a 40 by 10 shipping container that is uh, outfitted to grow, to be a farm. Uh, That small space can produce uh, what you could grow on 1.8 acres. Mm -hmm. Um, So we'll be able to farm greens and herbs and lettuce, 
uh, every day of the year. And that is the genius, as far as I'm concerned, in addition to teaching uh, young folks about good eating and good growing, is the fact that urban farms are limited in Michigan to one season whereby this uh, contraption, if you will, will be able to grow every day of the year. And it doesn't matter what the weather is doing outside. Uh, inside, it's controlled by uh, very sophisticated devices so we can monitor and, and change the conditions using an app from elsewhere. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And, and that, I think, one of, the, one of the other interesting dimensions of this is that it shows how, I guess, diverse and complex the idea of urban farming is becoming, right? Uh, when we talk about urban farming in Detroit, I think for a lot of people, there are a lot of images that come immediately to mind because that's been something that's been going on in the city for a really long time. And they're thinking of farms, they're thinking of D-Town farms or, or what John Hans is, is trying to do over on the east side. Uh, this is sort of another wrinkle to it, and it's it's uh, it's not just the mobility of it, I guess that that makes it stand out. It's the the sort of inventiveness of it. Absolutely, it, it, it's that people are hungry in March and uh, November as well as June through September. Yeah, and so yeah. it really is a nice solution to getting away from box foods and canned foods that are, you know, full of salt and sugar and things that are bad for us as human beings. Mm -hmm. uh, so that excites us. The other part that um, is thrilling is that because the harvest will be every week, we'll be able to employ some people and sell some excess to area restaurants. And as you well know, anything that's fresh tastes better than something that's uh, traveled from California and, and been uh, <laughs> processed for us. So I'm, I'm fairly confident there'll be many restaurants standing in line to get the fresh uh, herbs especially. Yeah. Uh, this is Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson. My guest is Faith Fowler. She's the executive director of Cass Community Social Services. We're talking about a mobile farm initiative uh, that takes uh, hydroponic farms and shipping containers in a truck bed around the city to help uh, feed people who are dealing with food insecurity, but also to help teach children about the idea of gardening and how food comes to be on our plates and on our tables. Uh, Faith, I want to I ask about the sort of hydroponic part of this and, and how important that is to what you were talking about, be, being able to feed people sort of around the, the, the calendar. Yeah, so uh, a third benefit of this great idea from the 30 under 30 is that uh, we'll be able to use uh, water with nutrients and, and use 90% less water than you would in a traditional garden by drip irrigation. And we are installing solar so that um, it's less, you know, in, in terms of your carbon footprint as well. So everything about us has us uh, rather giddy, to tell you the truth, in terms of <laughs> conserving energy and using natural resources, renewable resources. And that, too, will become a part of the teaching element for um, kids here in the city. Yeah. Uh, while I've got you here, I, I have to ask uh, for an update on your tiny house project, which is another thing I just think is this really innovative way of trying to meet some of the really desperate needs that, that exist here uh, in, in Detroit. Let's first refresh for listeners what that tiny house project is. So it's um, uh, tiny houses, uh, 250 to 400 square feet for low-income people, formerly homeless, senior citizens, kids who've aged out of foster care, 
um, most of them making eight, nine, ten, eleven, you know, twelve thousand dollars a year. So couldn't qualify for a mortgage, uh, yet are ready to be homeowners. Mm-hmm. They rent for seven years. They participate in a program on home ownership. They work with a financial coach. They volunteer eight hours a month. If they stay for the seven years and uh, do all those things in, in addition to paying the rent, <laughs> which is based on square footage and very affordable, then they then they uh, get the home and the land and um, their life changes. I mean, there's economic mobility in a very concrete way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Seven uh, houses are uh, open and occupied. Six more are under construction. We're hoping to open this summer. Six more will start by the end of the summer and be ready by Christmas. So. Mid-year next year, we'll have all 25 built, and then we'll go back and and talk about perhaps building some for family. Yeah. Uh, One of the things I really like about that project is that it sort of peels off a very discreet issue and says, "I, I can't solve all of the problems that this person or these people might have, but Here's a solution that will that will take care of one of them, right? Uh, housing insecurity is a huge, huge issue uh, in the city, throughout the city, uh, but also the lack of wealth building, right? right. Uh, and they're sort of they're tied together in this country. Right? You know, it's really hard to build wealth without property. Um, talk a little more about how you sort of move people who are really on that edge. Of housing insecurity, I mean, really in desperate shape, uh, into this this idea of, well, uh, we're gonna we're gonna help you build a little wealth for yourself. Right. Um, so there's been tremendous interest uh, on all levels, but especially for people who would qualify to live there. In fact, we took in 122 applications in the first month and wow. we cut it off because we will have 25 houses. <laughs> you don't right? have enough houses. Since then, we've had 900-plus uh, uh, people interested in an application. So um, the interest is intense and urgent. Um, people without a house, I mean, houses are our piggy banks in this country mm-hmm. for, for most middle class and certainly for lower class folks and even for some um, affluent folks who mm-hmm. have very expensive houses. So if you're locked out of that, you never have equity you never have a tax write-off. You never have anything you can leave your children. Um, so for these people, this is the step into the American dream. And they, and they understand that it's a chance in a lifetime. Of the seven, only one has owned a house before. Um, the average income is $988 a month, so they're living on $12,000 a year or less. Mm-hmm. Um, six of the seven are people of color who, of course, have dealt with all kinds of redlining and other uh, property issues uh, here and elsewhere. Um, I I love to tell people, I'll never forget what happened on October 1st, 2017. Uh, And it amazes them when I start that way because I can never remember what I had for (laughs) breakfast, you know. Uh, And I say it was a Sunday. And here's how I know it was a Sunday because my phone was exploding. And, of course, as a pastor, I was supposed to be going into church to do a sermon. And I finally answered one of them, and it was one of the tenants calling to tell me that she couldn't pay her rent because the building was closed. Oh, wow. And four out of the seven called that day because they didn't want to lose their house. They didn't want to lose the, the house. a day late. Wow. So that was a very humbling day for it's me. It speaks volumes about, yeah. about the way you're moving not just their station in life, but the way you're moving their lives and yeah. changing their perspectives about things. Yeah, it's a good thing. Yeah. 
Okay, uh, the mobile farms. How can people how can people get involved uh, with the mobile farms? Well, the freight farm won't be um, uh, put in until July. You actually have to order it uh, from Boston. They mm-hmm. build it there and then ship <laughs> it out. Um, the truck is here, and so we're putting in plants that we haven't grown yet to take them to schools. If if people want to volunteer with that, they can call our main number three one three eight eight three two two seven seven and talk to um, Sue Patoon. Um, if they want to make a donation, we're, we're always uh, receptive to donations, and they can do that online at sure. castcommunity.org. Okay. Faith Fowler, Executive Director of Cass Community Social Services, one of the brightest lights we have here in the city of Detroit. It's always great to have you here on Detroit Today. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you.